0: Coming up today on Locked On at Texas Tech, good news confirmed for the Red Raiders in advance of their meeting with the Horn Frogs of Texas Christian. Also looking ahead to the new Big 12, will there be anyone left to hate? Next on Locked On Texas Tech.
1: You are Locked On Texas Tech, your daily podcast on the Texas Tech Red Raiders, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're going to start this thing off right. Raiders!
0: Everything runs through love. Great to be with you again on Locked On at Texas Tech on the Locked On Podcast Network. And thanks, as always, to those making us their first listen on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts. This episode brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. And right now, if you're a new customer, you can bet five bucks and get 200 back in bonus bets. Guaranteed by visiting fanduel.com slash locked on to get started with the only Chris level. I'm Casey Callen, and Chris, we got a lot to dive into here today. Going to be a busy day all the way around. So make sure you're subscribed on YouTube so you don't miss anything. Could be a bonus episode looming as Big 12 news is looming later today. We'll make some stabs and some guesses at what we're going to get later today when the Big 12 announces. A scheduling format moving forward. So that should be interesting. We'll get into some thoughts on that coming up, but want to kick off the show, Chris, with what I only consider to be good news. And this is on the heels of an earlier in the week conversation with Red Raider head coach Joey McGuire, bumping up the coach's show, of course, because of the Thursday nighter with Texas Christian. That good news. Well, it actually reaches back to something we talked about yesterday that we're just kind of considering and wondering about. That's the availability. <laughs> of Jacob Rodriguez. And among other things discussed, you got some confirmation that we're anticipating seeing him back on the field Thursday.
1: Yeah. You, uh, I think, yeah, you're, you're going to have, so what they've determined is I think that it's kind of what we were touching on yesterday. I think that they feel like, okay, he's, he's well within being able to play the, uh, you know, a large group of snaps, you know, at least the third of the defensive snaps. So it's, we're going to turn him loose and, I think that it will only build from there. Uh, I think they feel, and I mean, I don't disagree. I think when and he don't expect too much right out of the gate here. He's missed, so you've missed seven and a half games here. I guess if you're Jacob Rodriguez, he gets hurt in the second quarter in Laramie, uh, making a a play on a fumble recovery and gets twisted over by some, you know. Up to no good, cowboy. There in uh, in Laramie, <laughs> um, and when we haven't seen him since, uh, he's been on a scooter. He's been in a cast, but the, he is now back. And I just think his smarts, his athleticism, his all the above, and he's still got it all in front of him. You know, he he to me is a lot like your Isaac Smith. I just you you, you see this young, not not necessarily just brand new, but just this younger player and gosh the potential is just uh, it's such a giant uh almost tease because you haven't seen it in in full you know body of work yet but yeah bottom line is he he will play uh i think quite a bit against TCU and it allows you to play Pierre and Ben Roberts Bryce Ramirez and now uh, Jacob Rodriguez I mean think about that quartet compared to what you've had to to trot out there or basically saying we're just going to have to go with two and a half guys today You know, we're gonna have to go with just two, and we really don't want to. You know, because this is gonna be all about stopping the run against TCU. So uh, Mason Tharp, I don't think will be back though. That that's the he he will not play in this game. Uh, Don't know exactly timetable there, but it's it's this is a you know as close to as healthy as you've been in a while. Um, You know, you you still missing Cole Spencer and Tharp and. Um, and I think, uh, obviously, Rusty Stats playing through an injury, Baylor Cubs playing through an injury, and, and some things like that. And then you've got some of these defensive guys that are just dinged up and all that. But uh, considering you got Barron back and Jacob Rodriguez back and you didn't really lose anything, uh, you know, uh, in, in uh, Provo, uh, I, I don't think. Uh, I guess we'll see as game time gets closer. Uh, Cameron Valdez may be one to, to ask some questions about. But uh, other than that, though, I thought I thought really good news. Yeah, sounds like it. And, man, you mentioned, like, you know, with Jacob Rodriguez,
0: his his talent, his smarts. I would also add to something you're getting back in the mix, the avail- availability of a fourth emergency quarterback. You think he wouldn't have been in that conversation <laughs> if we were uh, with him available at that time? Yeah, right. This is good news anyway you slice it. And you mentioned the ground game of Texas Christian and what's going to be called upon uh, for the Red Raiders to be able to do in order to give themselves a chance to win there in the fourth quarter. And we'll get into plenty more on the matchup coming up on tomorrow's show, but I know something else that you and Coach McGuire touched on, Chris, in a general kind of, um, I don't know, figurative or abstract kind of way is the thought of football needing to do its part. And I know that when we think back to a previous decade or whatever number of years you'd like to count as a Texas Tech fan, you look at the athletics department, you know, at large, and there have been some really, really exciting things happen, like things that you've never done before. If you're considering your basketball program or your baseball program, don't even get me started with what you're doing in track and field or what Tom Stone's soccer program is doing. You get it. There have been successes, but the front door to your university has been covered in cobwebs. We saw something very hurtful yesterday from Brett McMurphy, who not too long ago was ranking us number 11 in the nation. I don't know what happened to that, Brett, but he mentioned <laughs> Texas tech is like one of five programs in the playoff era that has not been a part of a top 25 poll. That blew my mind. Even knowing how bad we've been, Chris, The football program specifically is the heaviest lifter almost for any athletics department, save maybe five in the nation. Yet it's the one that tech has continued to kind of stub their toe with. And I wonder, you know, when coach McGuire is speaking about that kind of thing, how do you interpret what he's saying? How did he mean that maybe I'm looking at it too big picture kind of point of view, but when he talks about football needing to do its part, that's kind of what I hear. That's the way I interpret it from a big picture point of view.
1: Yeah, and I, I tell you what uh, led him down this this road is that you know the the World Series we were at Rudy's Barbecue obviously for his coach's show that there was an Astros fan uh, that has been showing up in recent weeks, kind of semi heckling him, and he'd kind of given it he'd kind of given it back because he's he had said, "Man, I, I grew up in the Metroplex or a Ranger fan and all that stuff." Anyway, so the Ranger game was about to come on on TV. I think the the uh, there was Adidas folks in town. Uh, ye, like the last day or three, you know, I know they've been in town recently. Um, I think uh, some of that's been reported on. And and so what 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 led him down this road was he's like, look, folks, I mean, the best quarterback or the best player in the NFL is a Tech grad. I'm looking up on this TV, and you got one of the best young third basemen who's playing in the World Series right now, And Josh Young. Went to Texas Tech. The best young golfer out there in the world is is a Tech you know grad um tom stone's team just won you know the big 12 championship uh in soccer and we know what Wes kitley's track team has done in recent years with championships plural and all that and he goes okay. and it's time for football to do its part you know and he's like you know we we are attempting to start doing that on thursday night and he's kind of like apologetic that it hasn't you know, been what you wanted but in the same vein it's like but we're excited to have baron morton back we feel like we have a a, a better chance at things now and it uplifted everybody and then it was the the jacob is back i mean i just he's you know and it's not how the sport works you don't get to always have all of your your pieces that you want um and you've got to try to figure out a way but i could just tell that it, Joey's desperately wanting the football program to to do its part from the standpoint of where everybody else is having some successes and all that, and like yeah, he he's well aware of his team's record. He's well aware that uh, they haven't gotten to where that they're they wanted to go this year. I mean, he's you know, and I think he feels some pressure there. But um, I just. I think he's basically speaking it out loud and that I get it. We've got to do our part around here. And, you know, but, cause you look around, man, and like, you, you feel doom and gloom about, you know, things at times, but you look around that this, this, you know, athletic department, you know, that there's been some pretty big success stories, whether individually or or team wide uh, that that are huge uh, stories and all that stuff uh, going on in sports. So anyway, that, that was the context and yeah. I just think you look
0: across the athletics department map, I'm thinking about like a volleyball, softball, women's basketball being some of the only that are not top 25 programs or better, like top 10 programs, top five, I don't know, but the the list is short. Unfortunately, football is on that list as well, and as I mentioned, that's the front door to your university has has been coined by folks smarter than I am, but... Yeah, we're all waiting to uh, pick up the pace with that most visible uh, shiny object on the Texas Tech Athletics
1: Department and, Christmas tree. And <laughs> and you, you know, yeah, yeah. Um I man, and don't get your Christmas tree out yet, people. Just just tap the brakes, let it breathe a bit. We just took down I'm thinking our... about going lights though, Chris. I got to be honest. I just had this conversation
0: yesterday. <laughs> if I got to put those bad boys up, I'm wanting them for 60 days.
1: That hey, that's fair. And it doesn't mean you have to turn them <laughs> on all the time. You know, I mean you can kind of pick your spots there. If you're feeling festive, they go on. If it's like a Monday evening and it's uh 85 no, no, no. Outside, We're burning twenty-four-seven. That meter is spinning. LED, man. <laughs> LED. Yeah. Uh burn, burn them up. By the um, way, what time can you come over and give them man a hand? <laughs> yeah. I'll bring the ladder. I'll bring the ladder. But but I, I think it's funny you mentioned that about the top twenty-five because I think they I think they maybe peaked in the actual polls last year after they finished up eight and five and they'd won it the way that they'd done, although it was fringe. And then they obviously, you know, some of these polls that didn't count, you know, here's what's funny is before this season, I don't think they were, they were not ranked in the top 25. It's like, I think people have this revisionist history that, that, you know, they they were like in the others receiving And I remember people being bugged about it, you yeah. know, but they were not ranked in the top 25. They were picked fourth in the league. They weren't picked to win it or anything. But you 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 were making that push last year, and the reason I bring that up is, we just talked about Christmas lights and Christmas trees, and all that. The calendar has turned to November. You had an unbelievable November last year, and I like think Joey has challenged his kid match it. He's challenged his kids to match it, and you know let let's let's replicate it. You know th- this is where because you were four and five at one point yep. last year, and looking at it going. You know, and I think that was uh, obviously with three games left, um, you know, but uh, you, you you won out and then obviously won the bowl game. But uh, you're, you're three and five this year with, uh, you know, four games left. And if you win against TCU, you're going to be in the exact same situation uh, that you were last year. And it wasn't exactly easy on paper last year either. I mean, you had Oklahoma who was just scary with Dylan Gabriel uh, and all that. Your, your track record there, you were having to go to a zero degree game against, um, you know, in Ames, Iowa, and you had yeah. not won a road game to that point. So anyway, we'll, we'll see. But I think that was kind of the conversations that he's had with his time for us to do our part, time for us to replicate what we did last November. It's time for us to get this thing turned around. We've got some of these pieces back. There are no excuses. Let's go figure it out. Man, what a terrific professional segue
0: because i want to get to something as we sort of move away from this matchup we're back at it coming up tomorrow morning tech and texas christian but i want to get to a bigger picture conversation regarding the red raiders and the big 12 conference as we're anticipating scheduling news uh protocols models methods formats to be revealed coming up sometime today so keep your head on a swivel for a bonus episode later on today as we digest that but We'll take a stab at some guesses as to what it could look like coming up in just a moment. But Chris, part of what really gave you the intriguing offseason that you had as it related to last year's accomplishments, not only what you did most recently, which was close out with a winning streak and obviously go into the offseason as winners. But whether it was Oklahoma, who is not, you know, like on a rivals list, I'm indifferent about Oklahoma, but they're a blue blood. So your fan base cares about beating them or Texas earlier in the year. You see the word rivals there on the screen, and that's something that's been on my mind as it relates to future scheduling. And Chris, I remember very vividly where I thought Texas Tech's head coach's job incrementally got much more difficult. This is when it happened first today's episode brought to you by fanduel america's number one sports book and the official sports book of locked on and fall is in the air helmets are on heads briskets are on smokers and the action is with america's number one sports book and there's never been a better time to join in on that action than right now because new fanduel customers can bet only five dollars and get two hundred dollars back in bonus bets guaranteed so dive in and join in on the fun with fanduel by downloading their safe secure and easy to use app or you can bet on all things under the sports sun. And when you're a winner, you're always paid instantly with FanDuel. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on and sign up today to bet five bucks and get $200 back in bonus bets guaranteed with FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. I remember very vividly where I thought Texas Tech's head coach's job incrementally got much more difficult. This is when it happened. It was first when you saw a scheduling format adjusted to nine league games in the Big 12. Everybody's job in the Big 12 got tougher at that point in time, but specifically for the rival aspect of the conversation. When the Aggies walked out the door, when the Longhorns soon will walk out the door, when the Sooners walk out the door, college football's world turns in large part if you're not a blue blood, in my opinion, based on who you are beating that your fans care about beating. Mike Leach became a legend after only like some eight and four seasons, but they included embarrassing the Aggies and we ate it up all day, every day. Now, eventually he got closer to competing for hardware, obviously, and we ate that up all day, every day as well. But Chris, this world really turns specifically within the college world. I feel like based on who you're beating that your fan base cares about, you've lost more of those opportunities you've you've lost those bonus point i guess kind of opportunities when more walk out you have one you're trying to cook up here with texas christian i don't know how hot the flame is between the two fan bases but you do have a saddle to battle over and that's a start but i think you would agree with me that when you see others of interest as far as those your fan base cares about beating walking out the door I think that makes the coach's job harder. It's hard to say, hey, UT and OU are not on your schedule anymore, and that means it's harder for you. That doesn't make sense. That sounds nonsensical. (laughs) But the bonus point aspect of those types of wins, I I think, can't be overstated. And you're losing a couple of those opportunities moving forward. And I'm wondering what it's going to look like in a new format where we're going to hear some thoughts of protected rivalries. I know that's a lot to chew on. But you're picking up what I'm putting down, man. You were there for those leech wins over the Aggies or Oklahoma that you know really spurred you on to make you feel a little bit better th- about that season than maybe the record would make you
1: feel. You, you know, and what you're saying is probably why we're all guilty of being as frustrated as we are this year collectively. Because maybe we 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 bought too much into this particular team beating Oklahoma and Texas last year and and it, <laughs> it counts extra, right? Yeah, Do, it doesn't really, but it it and it does because you you know, you especially like beating them because that's that's one of the things. They, for the first time ever, you beat Oklahoma and Texas in the that's same right. year. Like check that off the box. Holy cow, we <laughs> we're gonna run we're gonna storm the field and, and all those things. And then it's like, oh, we we need to act like we we've been here before. Well, you hadn't. You that's know? right, literally. I mean, yeah, you, you, you <laughs> had not, um, and and I, I think it's it's kind of a fascinating you know question uh, to to kind of ask aloud because as we await on what the next I guess four years of scheduling looks like, you, you, you know I, I, I TCU and Baylor and, and Oklahoma State th- those are that's got to be where it starts. But you're right, I don't you you had the cactus deal, uh, you know. Last summer, I get or a year ago summer. You know the they they beat you last year. They did the hypnotoad the video. They made you know really took a lot of shots at Joey and Lubbock and, and, and all that in their little video after the win uh, and, and all those things. And I, I I do not think that there's Tech fans that like the what what TCU is about. Uh, I think vice versa. Uh, I think that is the you know, but but it's not. You, you've not really been good enough to make it really that relevant. And they've beaten you seven of nine times. The Baylor thing has been recently very slanted toward toward the Bears. No. Um, I think that you know there's some things going on now with with you having a lot of their people, and then you won the game. But Baylor's not very good. What it takes is for people to really care. Both like you, you and uh, and and the opposition. In, in any kind of deal, they they have to they have to both be pretty good, and it has to be semi balanced. Like I, I I found it fascinating watching the the Oklahoma and Oklahoma State barbs going back and forth this week, and it started with Mike Gundy. Yeah. He, he's he's like he's like I remember when this thing really was a rivalry, man. He goes, I was at the fifty yard line and I spit on Brian Bosworth, and he spit on me. You know, and this is what this is what we did. He's like, I gotta go to Oklahoma City and I'd find out Bosworth and some of his buddies are there, and I'd be like, All right, what kind of backup do I got? Do I got enough help here? Or am I gonna have to kick him in the shin and run off? Because I'm not stupid. And Bosworth responds, but look at that record. That bedlam record is like overwhelmingly lopsided in favor of Oklahoma. Yes, people care about it, but is it really a rivalry? I don't know. You know, so yeah, that's one of those things
0: I never really understood why people nationally or in the media seem to pretend to care about that rivalry at all. It gets us like an insurance sponsor or something. I don't know. 91 yeah, we, to we 19. Baylor.
1: We did too. Well, one I just, year, it seems yeah. so
0: protected and yeah. so valued. It's 91 to freaking 19. Like, I feel horrible <laughs> even talking about tech and Texas as a rivalry. We've had more success than that. You know, it's like, I don't know why people care about, I get why OSU cares about Bedlam. I don't know why anybody else does, like the media, why it needs to be protected. And yes, I'm being envious and bitter as a Texas Tech fan, because people <laughs> seem to disqualify us from everything. Like, nah, you're not allowed to hate us, or we're not going to hate you. Like, brother, I, I don't know what to tell you. If it's a 500 series, which is pretty much where Texas Christian, Baylor, Texas A&M, and Texas Tech all were swimming around in this 500 pond back in 50 50 that seems a little more like it. But Chris, this era of transition for Texas Tech is, for me as a fan, kind of a difficult one to process. I don't know what it's going to be like yet, obviously looking into the future. But you are kind of leaving the realm of punching up at Blue Bloods who are spending $90 million or $115 million more than you every year. Aggies, Sooners, Longhorns. And now you're not the behemoth by any means. You're not like a have. Uh, you're still in that that gooey middle as far as some measurables are well, concerned, but you you're no longer it. punching
1: up at that blue. Bl- it's going to be a yeah. weird kind of feel. You are. You have. Speaking of halves, you have a lot more than a lot of folks that you'll be in a, in a league with. Yeah, you know, um, and that's a new thing. Yeah, you know, but it doesn't doesn't guarantee you anything. I mean, you know, check Texas is underwhelming. Sure, you know, record over the last, you know gazillion years it seems like minus the one national championship when Vince Young was there but that uh, they have you know they've had more than anybody could ever want uh almost to the point where it's just greedy at some point <laughs> um but this is the this is the reality of conference realignment you know yep. and you know is there is there possibilities to really care about BYU yeah oh yeah I think so after watching that whole thing play out in person um is there uh you know is there a possibility because you know, and I know we'll talk about how the schedule is going to work uh, going forward here. Yeah. But, you know, I, I think, I think you know, people are going to care about Colorado. I mean, as long as Dion's there. Now, maybe that's just head coach related, but I, I'm just, I'm not going to, I don't know if it's like hatred or anything, but I mean, if Colorado shows up in Lubbock, Texas next year, guess what? that that the, the the care meter just goes through the roof it'll be sold out a, a thousand percent it
0: will yeah, yeah absolutely um and For as and long under- as he's there and it'll go away when he leaves but while he's there that'll yep. that'll be interesting you need somebody to throw a sock full of pennies you've got to have these organic things <laughs> you know like municipal coliseum Maggie's quarters pennies how about whatever spitting
1: how about spitting
0: i'm a little there- <laughs> hesitant on spitting which by the way uh mr york the video i've seen i don't know why i'm going back to provo yikes Either way, I'm going to go ahead and say, I've never spit in a man's face. I will never spit in a man's face. Mike Gundy, you're spitting on people. I wanted to say when you referenced that, we've got to qualify it because I think spitting in each other's mouths is how they just say hello at lunch in the state of Oklahoma. So I don't even know if that (laughs) actually symbolizes animosity. It may be more warm feelings. Uh, Chris, let's wrap this thing up with maybe a couple of hopes, wishes, or guesses First, today's episode brought to you by eBay Motors. And eBay Motors has you covered with everything you need to maintain your vehicle and keep that ride-or-die ride on the road. Or if you're just looking to elevate your car's game to the next level of performance, they got what you're looking for. With roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, superchargers, and accessories of all kinds to fit your style, whether you're looking for speed, power, or design, eBay Motors has you covered with over 122 million parts to perfectly fit what you need, so just head over today to eBay.com/motors, where you're gonna always find exactly what you're looking for, and with no risk because of eBay's guaranteed fit. Your part is guaranteed to fit just right every time, or your money back, keeping you burning rubber and not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to keep your ride or die ride on the road and moving your life forward at eBay.com/slash motors ebay guaranteed fit only available to u.s customers eligible items only exclusions do apply let's wrap this thing up with maybe a couple of hopes wishes or guesses i heard you say texas i'm sorry texas christian baylor oklahoma state as far as maybe a trio you stay connected with is that a preference is that a guess are we potting are we divisioning (laughs) what do you actually think we're gonna see in a few hours whenever they release
1: the format I, I don't know if there's going to be, quote-unquote, pods, per se. I think that you will protect uh, regionality. I, I think they haven't made any hard and fast rules here. What you're going to get is a four-year list of opponents. You're not going to okay. get dates and, and the order of it or anything like that, but it's like you're going to get the 24, 25, 26, and 27 list of opponents each year. And, and what that allows them to do is, once the league expands to 16 teams, which is next year, I think you're going to see everybody over that four-year span. That's that's the the reason why I think you get the four-year window. I I believe that Oklahoma State is not necessarily. I, I don't. I I want to think so. I don't know if they're on your schedule all four years though that are released. But I do believe uh, Baylor and TCU are. But I could be wrong on the Oklahoma State thing. I don't know if that's necessarily as protected as the as the TCU and and the Baylor deal all four years. Because I was shocked that. Oklahoma State wasn't on your schedule this year. That just makes no sense to me. You want them there? If I could give you 1,000%. an OSU or a Houston or a – I, I would take Oklahoma yeah. State because that that's regionality. I think that they are also one of the kind of the halves in this deal. Yeah. Uh, I, I think there's just too, there's too much that makes sense. They should absolutely be to, – to me, like how, how TCU and, and Baylor kind of go at it, I don't know if there's like some hatred between – Tech and Oklahoma State don't don't. That's not what I'm suggesting, but there's just too much there. That should be actually the the one protected rival that I would say should matter to to you more than anybody else hmm. over anybody, um, because you don't have you know. I mean, like we we. I, I it depends on who you ask, but yeah, we can muster up a lot of hatred for TCU and Baylor and all that stuff. But I I would I would be willing to bet you ask those groups of people on both sides of that camp, they're going to say they hate the other one. More than they hate Texas Tech, you know <laughs> yeah. that that would be my guess. And I, I'm not, again, not suggesting that everybody here hates Oklahoma State and vice versa, but that seems to be like something that you need to like work on, build on. Uh, there's a gotcha. lot of like-mindedness in the way you run your institutions, and you know, heck, man, your your their AD was worked here under your current AD, and all those things. So, uh, and, and I mean, honestly you you'd like to be where Oklahoma state was as a football program. I mean they're they just put it their is, ticket to Chris? bowl eligibility absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah, uh again, shocking the 18th year in a row. You know, and if they win one more game and they will, um uh, they they uh you know, they they will have won seven or more games for 18 years in a row uh, in a row and, and, and still and, lost to South Alabama. Yep, got worked uh, by, to South Alabama. <laughs> uh so Anyway, but that's what. So I don't know if there's because I mean they they, the Big Twelve is not stupid. They they have protected BYU and Utah, Arizona, Arizona State, Kansas, Kansas State. Uh, I I think you know maybe West Virginia and Cincinnati maybe can have something you know going with some proximity there. Uh, I I think you know some of those that 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 old Big Eight flavor, but with Iowa State and the Kansas schools. Um, it's kind of what you're talking about here with the Metroplex and and, and yeah. all that. I think it's throw so Colorado um, back in that too. Yeah, no, I I, I don't I don't uh, disagree at all. Um, so I, I but I, I think you'll you, you it's not necessarily pods. I don't think, but I do think you you've got some protected stuff. And again, it was explained to me. It's like, oh yeah, Baylor and, and TCU for sure, and I think Oklahoma State is 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 that way. But what we weren't certain. I, and I will say this for next year. I have seen speculation that Arizona would be in Lubbock next year. Yeah. And I, I also heard speculation that Colorado would be in Lubbock next year. That's why I brought that up earlier. On. But, but I, I can't I can't say for sure. I'm kind of waiting uh, like everybody else to see kind of what, uh,
0: what happens. Keep your head on a swivel today. Subscribe on YouTube or anywhere you get podcasts so you don't miss an episode. There could be a bonus episode out there. Can I tell you any more? Clearly, there's going to be a bonus episode. There's no hints. There will be another episode. Uh, Big 12 scheduling format will drop, and we'll discuss it on the other side. So look out for that coming up later on today. And I hope you'll join us coming up tomorrow morning for a -a one-of-a-kind game day edition of Locked On Texas Tech as we'll get you set for kickoff tomorrow night from Jones Stadium. Chris, appreciate the insights, as always, my man. And uh, we'll do it again coming up very soon. So uh, stay on your toes.
1: Absolutely. Keep hope (laughs) alive, everybody.
0: We will be back soon. That's right. We'll uh, oh, count down T minus. Oh, we're out of time. I can't give you that information. I could, but I'd have to kill you. For Chris, I'm Casey. Thanks for joining us for this edition and hope to see you for the next one right back here on Locked On Texas Tech.